What's up, everybody? Welcome to another uh, Straight Cut Review. This is number 11. I am Aaron. This is Mark. I'm Josh. It's Brandon. And there you go. We got a fourth one. We got a, we got a guest on uh, this. We added a true expert. I know, a true expert, you know. As everybody knows, this is the owner of Weston Cigars, both Little Rock and Conway. So, you know, we're doing the Davidoff uh, Millennium tonight. So we're like, man, we got to bring in, got to bring in the boss. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, great addition for yeah. a review <laughs> podcast. Um, somebody who knows a lot about it, a lot of different cigars and uh, who specializes, I think, in smoking Davidoffs. I think if you have one superpower. It's becoming it's becoming that way. <laughs> yes. When you're a Davidoff appointed merchant, yeah, you start you start becoming special because you got to smoke them, you know? You got to know them. I got I gotta to smoke them. And I had to keep up with it, make sure they're not changing. So, yeah, I got to smoke a lot of Davidoffs. <laughs> uh, nice quality love. control, Brandon. That's that's good work. I just want to say uh, nice effort. So is it is it 30% of everything that comes in the door has to be smoked by uh, the owner or staff? <laughs> no, no, that's too much. <laughs> 22. 22%? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, uh, but tonight we're doing the, uh, the Davidoff Millennium Robusto. Uh, this one, for the first one of the month, has come from the uh, Luxury Cigar Club uh, September pack. Three quarters of the way. Three of the four have come from the Luxury Cigar Yeah, three of the four. So that's why we also, since we are a Davidoff account, you know, we want to have yeah. uh, be up here and you can get the Davidoffs at our Conway location. So after you listen to this or before you listen to this, actually go up there, grab a couple. A couple, and, three. Yeah, listen to it. And, uh, and then... Uh, this yeah. is a beautiful cigar. You should continue to get them after you listen to this as well. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you like it. It's the, <laughs> if you like it. If you don't, there's plenty of other Davidoffs that'll... Yeah, they got one for you. That's for sure. <clears throat> this is... Um, i tell you what, the one that... There's been a Davidoff in the last 10 boxes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think. I, I would say... Pro- I mean, I would say probably... Yeah, less several. Four out of the yeah. last 10, at least. Yeah, there's maybe? been... Um, th- this the is Masa, a be- the Nicaragua. Yeah, this is a beautiful cigar. I mean, it's really and you, I mean, not a huge surprise. Now, were you? I mean, were you fucking with me when you said that you've never had a Millennium before? This is really your first Millennium. Totally fucking with you. Oh, okay. No, I was about to say. No, this is my absolute first Millennium. Now, is it? He was not fucking. Oh, with okay. You. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, have you had? You've had a Millennium. I've never smoked one before. Oh, you've never had one. This okay. is the only like general production Davidoff that I've never smoked before. Okay. That I can, that I can think of. I've been I see why you guys had to call in somebody that had smoked yeah. one before. Exactly. <laughs> right. well, so I tend sm- to try to do the review Do we know blind. anybody that smoked one of these no, cigars? Say, I've, right. smoked, I've smoked only been around for 20 years. Yeah, I've smoked this all. I had one, I guess, Friday night when I went up when I went up there. Have these really been around for 20 years? Probably. A long I've been time. smoking for... I mean, I would assume since it's called the Millennium, it would come around 2000. So that's your theory? I've been smoking for 18 or 19 years, so... And they've been around the whole time. Yeah, so I smoked one pretty early on. Aaron's probably right. The one time this is right. So let me read the. We're going to read the. Right well, I've seen if it says on the card, but I would assume that's why it's named why it's named that. But yeah, uh, I've just never smoked one before because when I walk up to the big Davidoff showcase, there there are two or three that I really gravitate towards, yeah, the, and yeah, I have a hard time breaking out of that habit. Yeah, and yeah. I've just never reached out and grabbed one. I've looked at it a million times and stacked them on the shelf. You yeah. know. Put boxes of them in inventory, but just never grabbed one. I, I don't know why. I have no excuse. No, I'm the, I'm the same way. Because I, that's one of the only times I smoke something lighter is when I do go up to Conway. And I always I always start with a, with a Winston Churchill, and then I get something else. But, like, 
Yeah. The Winston Churchill is like my appetizer. That's my moose bouche. The Win- the Winston Churchill or the late hour. The Winston Churchill. The, Winston the, the original. Churchill. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. That's a really solid cigar for and Jason likes to smoke that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I like I like that one a lot. That's so I always start off with that one and then I'll go to something else. Usually like the uh, I've been on the uh, the fifty three series fifty three I think of a special yeah, special special fifty three and then I know yep. B got me on the special T. 702 special two t is that what you're talking about yeah Yeah, i love that one that anniversario 702 yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so how is this starting for everybody i mean he's got that traditional dad off kind of funk that i that i like has that that nice earthiness a little bit of that that stank that good stank but like it's subtle not overly powerful yeah you know it's davidoff when you take it out of the cello you could take it out without it having the band on it. That it has that signature, just Davidoff aged tobacco smell right out of the gate, and it just slaps me in the face every mm-hmm. time. Like yeah. I could recognize that smell from across the room. Yeah. And uh, th- this is really, I mean, it's it's got that signature Davidoff smoothness, but complexity. I, I'm getting a little bit of earthiness and some sweetness as well. That's that's kind of the first place that I'm going to go with it. Maybe some cocoa and earth. Now, th- I don't consider this, although this is obviously, if it's been around for 20 years, this is a pretty classic Davidoff. I do not consider this a classic Davidoff. When you think of the An- Annie's and all of those, this is uh, this is not a typical European Davidoff. Yeah, I think that's you're spot on with that. You know, Davidoff, known for very smooth, flavorful. A lot of them are smaller ring gauges, yep. you know, very traditional size. I think a lot of people don't realize that even 10 or 20 years ago in the United States, the smaller sizes, smaller ring gauges, still very popular in Europe and other places. Um, you know, that was really what was sought after a very traditional Dominican smooth, you know, mild, smooth, savory cigar that was light. And Davidoff was doing that as good or better than anyone else. And they've been doing it for a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, obviously they want to have a wide variety of, of products that right. appeal to everyone. You know, the millennium has fit that, that more full yeah. end of the strength spectrum for 20 years. I did look it up. They released it limited in 99 and then, um, fully in 2001. <clears throat> so, That's kind um, of you know, and then, and then after that, they released the, the dark pillar side, which is the, the black boxes, which, you know, the Nicaragua, the Yamasa, the, uh, Escurio. Escurio in the late hour, um, you know, which are traditionally more bold and robust yep, flavors from American. Right. And I think that's that had a huge part to do with it. Yep. Uh, America wants bigger cigars. They want stronger cigars. It's been a, a more popular trend the last five to ten years that we would want stronger, bigger ring gauge cigars. Yep. Um, so, yeah. I think why do you, one? Sorry, Mark. No, you go. Why, why do you think that is? Just out of curiosity, why do you think we tend to lean more that direction? Is it the the food and flavor profile that we eat on the regular, as opposed to like a European diet, or uh, is it a mentality thing? Like I, I don't even know where to begin with that. Yeah, I don't either. I think um, as, as things become popular, you know, it's not it wasn't one brand that pushed it, but lots of brands started. You know, we want we want bigger, we want bolder we want more you know and i think that's kind of part of the essence of american culture uh in a lot of things and always pushing the envelopes of what 
what, what the norms are and what we've done in the past and how we can improve on that or better it or push the limits of what people thought, you know, in any industry. I mean, you look at the food industry and, and how people are still changing what cuisine is. I think people are doing that in the cigar industry and, and with Dominican tobacco, how it's cured and how it's processed, it, it has created, it, it traditionally created this very mild, you know, with the curing barns that don't have walls and, and it created this very mild, light um, tobacco and, and, you know, people started changing how you do that and how you create thicker, more robust tobacco in the Dominican Republic, but then also in Nicaragua and Honduras, and they're just adding more and more flavor, you know? And so as you get people that are really good and creative and passionate about what they're doing, they're, they're constantly wanting to, to do new things and push the envelope. And the American market is a huge market. I mean, it's the biggest market in the world for premium cigars. And so, you know, people are going to want to bring out new things and new products and constantly push what what we've wanted in the past and it's just created more flavor more excitement you know bigger cigars um that's probably just just a a manly thing i guess you know they don't want something so small and delicate they wanted something bigger and and more robust but uh it's an interesting question i hadn't really thought about why that is but it's it's something that i've you know noticed over the last five or ten years i never thought about why it is either until it just hit me right there after you said that and i think that the the u.s market is i mean the number one of cigar consumption so you just have to it's almost like they kind of had to broaden their horizon and not just do something so light and mild and, and great but they had to make something a little on the fuller side as well just because you know the u.s cigar market is though is so vast i mean it just it kind of I don't want to say it forced their hand because would they have done it anyways? You know, who, who knows, but it's either way they did it. I'm glad they did. Well, likewise. Yeah, for sure. But, the, uh, the neat thing about this is, you know, and I think Josh, you hit on it is just how Davidoff's even this, which I consider one of their fuller cigars. And it does have a ton of flavor. It's a very complex cigar with lots of flavors, even, mm-hmm even a little bit of pepper spice and, and that kind of, thing, but it's so smooth and refined and mm-hmm. you know, everything they do, they, they do right and they do well. And uh, it's a great quality product. I get a little bit of spice in the back of my throat, like yeah. the back of my palate. I don't get it on my lips or the tip of my tongue. It's, it's back here, which I normally don't like, but it's for whatever reason, just the right amount to where yeah. it's not bothering me at all. Yeah. I get it. And, I get it like on the middle of my tongue on the back, but it's like, it's not a black pepper. It's uh it's it's more probably a, a subtle white pepper, but definitely has some nice spice to it. Sure, it's not like a green or a purple pepper or yeah. something like that. Yeah, you know, you never know. Yeah, it's a yellow. You can pepper. get a little more on the retro hail if you. I'm not man out. enough. Josh isn't retro. I'm not man enough. It's all right. We try it. I I, uh, I find my company uh, with greater men who are mm-hmm. able to do such things. See, I get a lot more of that of that funk that I really like off that retro, but that that spice comes in, comes in. Did I say what did I say? I said it's funk. funk. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but like that spice comes in towards the end. But that just that that really nice kind of wet moss kind of smell. Mm. Yeah, that kind of wet earth. Yeah, wasn't yeah. thinking. I wasn't thinking wet moss, but now I'm thinking it. But I'm still not tasting it. <laughs> well, I did. I get that more on the retro. Okay. What do you, What do you taste out of this, Brandon? Because I, I said like cocoa and earth, like yeah. a little bit of earth in there. Yeah, you're definitely getting like the, that rich flavor profile with this cigar, you know, with the Ecuadorian sun-grown. It's that rich flavor profile experience. So you're going to get those um, kind of cocoa, espresso-y, um, 
you know, a little bit of, I mean, I get the earthiness part of it. I always hate describing things as earthy because it's just so wide. Um, well, all cigars are going to be a little earthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that leathery kind of uh, espresso chocolate, kind of bitter chocolate, like cocoa, you know, not like a Hershey bar, but yeah, that kind of bitter chocolatey espresso-y so kind of flavor. Let me go over the, uh, uh, the construction. So, on the car, they have it classified as a medium plus wrappers, Ecuadorian, uh, Dominican binder and filler, uh, five and a quarter by 50. Um, it also has, let's see what it says. It has the, uh, Palado, uh, San Vincent and Allure tobaccos. I'm probably saying all those wrong because no, I'm sure they're fine. Because no, I, that's great. what I do best. No, is, uh, no you know, those mi- are great. Mis- mispronunciation. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Mispronunciation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, this is great. Now, how's the burn going for everybody? Mine's a little wonky, but, uh, and I tapped off, it was tight and, but, but it was, it's a little wonky starting off. I've, uh, I've got, uh, I've got damn near razor edge. It does have a, uh, definitely has like a, a, a softer ash to it. It doesn't, doesn't dime up. Um, disagree. See, mine, mine dimed up. But mine well, I'm saying like when, when like when you when I when I flick it off like it oh, has okay. a solid ash on but when I when I I've already broken off twice it it does just kind of dissipate mm. which is my nice point. use of the word dissipate that was actually pr- correctly pronunciated <laughs> and used in the sentence it's impressive yeah, yeah just saying that may be a podcast first where is my gold star Aaron used a Ding. three syllable word <laughs> properly <laughs> I know wow man congratulations. Mm. <laughs> it's brutal in this corner. I think you realize the stakes are higher because the boss is in the chair. Boss man's in the, in the chair. <laughs> yeah, your burn is spot on. Mine's spot on. Yes, sir. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah in I mean, great I'm, shape. it's not impacting the cigar at all. I'm enjoying the cigar very much. I just, I, I feel uh, the pressure to be uh, extra uh, cigar nerdy yeah. since uh, Brandon's in the room. And the funny I'm like part the is, least, I mean, I'm a cigar I, nerd, I know. but I'm like the least pretentious cigar no, smoker. That you, I agree with that. That you never. And you and I, when so we sit and smoke, you taste, this thing, you taste. Yeah, when we sit and smoke a cigar together, and we talk about it, we don't. We're not particularly pretentious. I don't think about it. No, and I, it's one of the things that I get always kind of a little weird about. Um, is, is people who are a little too pretentious about the cigars, but. Um, we're trying to be uh, serious. I yeah, guess. trying That's, to be. Trying. And we've we've already said like we probably won't take a break during this one. We're just going to smoke through because it is a rebooster. I think this is probably one of the smaller cigars that we've done for one of these. Because Other than the Lancero, which we, I think we we pretty much blew through that too. I think we took yeah. like what a three minute break and yeah, that it was wasn't about much. it just to deliberate. I mean, tobacco by volume, they're probably pretty close. We're going to have to take a break to deliberate because yeah, otherwise yeah. they're going to hear us To do one break, yeah. yeah. You guys are going to hear you uh, chide me for being way too Can do our street fight in the parking lot <laughs> real yeah, quick and then fight. come back out. Yeah. So I, I, I forgot to tell you before we went on, uh, B, is we got two new bottles of rum. So if you want some rum, mm-hmm. I got uh, Frank, Cigars and Things. Well, I saw you post it. Hooked us up again. And I got My a man, Frank. Here. Appreciate you, buddy. So he actually sent us uh, the same bottle. And then also and a, a, Jamaican. a Jamaican rum from the same one. So Yaman. I know Davidoff's go well with rum. So if you want some rum, everything goes good with rum. We got rum. I think, I think a dark, dark aged rum. I think that with a cigar, it's just perfect for me. I like this. So that's what's nice. It. Like this is a dark rum and it's 61%. I think and it's not aged. It's molecular like aged. It's not. Here we go. Our molecularizations. We're going with big words again. Of course, I, uh, you stopped yourself. I can tell. <laughs> I know because, because it was a four syllable word. He couldn't make it happen. Everybody, everybody started fucking looking at me. 
It's a four syllable word. It's too far. Well, give me the, give me that card again. I'll, I'll I'll read what else came in this month because it, again, another a pretty good banger month. Um, banger. Yeah, that back to back on there. I saw that thing is. Yeah. So we've got those in house too. So yeah, that's, a, that's a banger. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, that the LE uh, 2019. Yeah. So this month came with the uh, Stolen Throne Called Arm Sumatra, which that's... Yep. Uh, I, I, I got a five-pack of those. I've not smoked those yet. I haven't had that. I've only ever I've had I've been the, letting those sit down. Because I tell you what, the Stolen Throne, the uh, Crook of the, the Crown, Crown yeah. is a spectacular cigar. Yep. And then has a uh, another Atabay. This was a uh, small one, which I've never had this size. Uh, <sighs> Did you like another one? He, uh, Hinchi... Hinchi, <laughs> I, I should read these before I go on the air. It's you should. Hinchios, I don't know. Looks like chorizo, but with a he. He chorizo, but I'm, he chorizo. I'm butchering that. Is that the Atabay? Yeah, the Atabay. Um, and then the back-to-back limited edition, which we've had on our our full show. Yep. We had that with Tim. Which yeah, I, that with Tim. I love that. I mean... Again, when we talk about Connecticut, I actually kind of forget about that one because that's one of the other Connecticut's I really do like. I never forget about that one, man. That is so that's a great, good. Connecticut. Yeah, I mean the uh, the is it is it you are you are New York. You are New York's make yes. makes a Fernando really, Romero. Yeah, makes a really a man. good one. And then we have the uh, the AJ Fernandez uh, Bella Arches the Lancero. I had that Sunday. Bella Sartes Maduro. Maduro Lancero. Yep. Man, that thing it's awesome was flavorful. That yep. thing was awesome. I love that one. Well, we used to have that Bella Sartes in house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been probably a couple of years since I've smoked one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, really good. That's one of the AJs that I I preferred over the years yeah. of smoking this stuff. I liked it. Yeah. So I mean, another another good month, and uh, so yeah, the back to back said Davidoff. Mm-hmm. product so yeah exactly. so, so if you like davidoff this is a very good month for you yep um so it's a it's a it's a solid all the way through um is there a, is there a a more classic band than davidoff some of the cuban stuff maybe i mean maybe, maybe like the cohiba you know the, the cohiba the, the monte cristo partagas something like that but like uh, the old hoya stuff but, but like when you see this band it just like Something calls out to you. Well, I mean, people say a Davidoff white label. Yeah, I mean, it just it just it could does. be any does. of six different blends or eight different blends, but mm-hmm. yeah, everybody knows that Davidoff band. Yeah, it's uh, it's iconic. It is. It's a it's a really really nice one. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's just so good. It's uh it's spicing up for me a little bit here. Yeah, we're probably rolling it through the second right now. Yep, yeah, I'm getting more of that. Like espresso-y mm-hmm. cocoa flavor. Yeah. that's And that's what I love about this cigar. Like the Anniversario is my favorite. Um, that's the one I smoke the most. But a lot of times I just want more. And I, I do the 702, and I like it. And I think it's probably a similar, um, you know, a similar experience to this. But this is just one that I've, like I told you guys before, is the first one I ever smoked. First Davidoff I ever smoked. And it got me hooked. After that, I was always, I, I smoked a torpedo one. And uh, then I would, you know, anytime I went to a shop that was a Davidoff account, I had to have them. You know, I had to had to get one. That yeah. anniversario, the the Connecticut anniversario, not the seven hundred two, is dangerous for me because I would like to smoke that every day, uh, but I can't afford to smoke that every day. Yeah. Uh, man, it's it's so good. You can if you want. How much? What's the price point? Yeah. 
What's the well, price point on one of these millennium? Uh, don't need to afford to smoke that every day. So, 19 bucks. Yeah, so on this one, the MSRP on the card says 22 and a half. Okay. Yeah. So I think that with that, they do kind of like a just the the average between probably like U.S. market. Yeah, it's probably what Davidoff says that the MSRP. Yeah, they have an MSRP. And uh, like most companies, uh, you know, it's map pricing. And, uh, you know, whether you're selling it here or online or wherever, you know, you're supposed to stay within X percentage. You know, this is the price that you can sell this cigar for. And certainly Davidoff has a brand that they want to protect. And, um, you know, they've they've worked hard and built a very prestigious elite brand. And just like that label, you know. Yeah. Um, so they protect it with the pricing. And, and, you know, me having two brick and mortar stores, how important that is to me um, because it puts us on a level playing field with everyone. And that's important because we have to charge MSRP. We have to charge state tobacco tax. And mm-hmm. uh, certainly the other bills are, are a part of the cost of doing business. But, um, you know, if, if, if you can buy a cigar for half the price online in a catalog or whatever, as you can in our store, it makes it really hard. So, um, yep. it's nice when companies, you know, protect the retailers and protect their brand by, by trying to keep prices competitive across the board. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, um, this is really, it's very cocoa. I mean, I agree with that. It's, it's got, <clears throat> hasn't really changed much. It's, it's been a nice, consistent, uh, flavor. Um, mine's still kind of burning wonky but um it's been a nice it's been a nice uh got a nice flavor i'm, I'm the, the spice is getting a little more prominent is it for it's, you it's, that's why i said it's prominent. spicing up for me yeah get a little bit more of that heat yeah uh, which is again it's kind of and, like and it. it's kind of moved to the front of my palate now me too right yeah. on the like the tip, tip of my tongue tip of my tongue yep, yeah. yep. same yep so it's uh i mean that's i mean that just shows you it's pretty consistent you know across the board on on that but yeah, it's a. This is one like I always not 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 so much in the Millennium, but any Davidoff, I always try to, you know, everybody has that treat cigar, and I don't I don't get up to our Conway shop all the time, but like I always know like I'm always gonna first 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 place I go is all the way to that back wall, and I stand there like hands on my hips, just like looking at it, like all right, what's uh, <laughs> what's gonna be now? The possibilities are endless. Uh-huh. It seems like, and I always end up like picking up like. Definitely one of the higher ends. I'll have like a rat, like the or the year of the rat in my hand, or like the the specialty or something. But I always, I, I do always start with that with that Winston Churchill first, and then I'll go back and get something else. Yeah, I, I like those. Uh, you know, the Winston Churchills. I have them in the tens. You know, and I like those little Bellicoso. Yeah, ones yeah. there. I mean, that's like a great twenty. I mean, you might even be able to get thirty out of it if you're a slow smoker. That's a it just flavor up so well. That's a staple field cigar for me. That mm-hmm. goes in my in my uh, uniform with me and goes to the field. That tin does a really good job of protecting them because I've uh, mm-hmm. I've gotten drop dead soaked before and they're not watertight or sealed or anything like that. But for whatever reason, like my cigars were fine, been poured on before, and yeah. I'm just like okay. So I do, guess indirect water is okay. Do they come with a bovita pack in it, like a small one, or can you, no? They're uh, they're no. dry cured, aren't they? B. I don't believe so. Something like that. Okay. Now you can throw a little Boveda pack in there. Okay. Uh, I know like some of the tins now they're starting to come with the. Yeah, most of them do. Packs. And uh, I mean, those, you know, that's a different, that's a different podcast, but, um, you know, two-way humidity control, we'll say, 
uh, has changed the game for cigars oh, yeah. and humidity. And yeah. um, they uh, they do a great job. It's so simple. I mean, we don't sell hardly anything else. No. You know, nope. nobody wants anything else. And even when people do come in and, and ask about things, you know, we, we tell them about the Boveda packs and or the whatever kind of packs you carry. Davidoff has packs too now that they're starting to put in their stuff. Um, people are so amazed at how simple it is and like, oh, I can do this and they mm-hmm. last for months and I can just throw it in there and forget about it and I don't have to worry about it. Oh, this is great, you know, and, and yeah, you can put them in a travel case, you can put them in a, in a tin of cigars and or just in a plastic bag that you get when you buy your five pack, you know, and, and uh, it helps you, you know, have a good quality product for a week or two you know, until you smoke them, if if you're one of those guys that waits and smokes like one a day or something, yeah. right? <laughs> so, so since we got you on, how how has the the shops been going during you know all the all the time? You know, they've been going pretty good. Um, I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I mean, you guys had me on a few months ago when all this was going on, and you know, there's just so so much uncertainty, and uh, you know, there's still a lot of of that. As far as from a business standpoint, I mean, there is more inf- more information out now about, and we've certainly gone through some ups and downs, you know, with COVID by it, uh, you know by itself. But from a business standpoint, it, it it has been really tough, you know, trying to anticipate what's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, do we want to be buying cigars? You know, are we going to have to close down? What can we do to make sure that people are safe and feel comfortable coming in? And how can we? Um, you know, arrange the shop in a way that everybody's social distance and do all those things, you know, I mean, you guys know, cause you're here every day, but you know, we've rearranged furniture and, and taken out some seats and, uh, but we were, you know, fortunate that, uh, the business was, was fine because of, you know, we have such a great, um, you know, family of yeah. customers yeah. that people still coming by and getting cigars, you know, they may not be hanging out like they were, um, they certainly weren't, you know, for a few months. Now that's kind of picked back up, but the in and out traffic and people getting cigars and taking them home and sitting out on their deck or they're sitting on their porch or their smoking room and hanging out and having a cigar that didn't go away, you know? And so our, our business was, was fine. Um, through all of that, uh, especially here, the shop's been here six years and it, it has a, a decent customer base and, um, the Conway store having just opened, you know, we had to cancel our grand opening. Um, so that was a little tougher, you know, because yeah. we did not have a customer base. People didn't know we were there. Uh, they still don't know we're there. But we had enough people in Conway that, that knew that we were open and found us that, uh, you know, we were fine. And, and plus, I was working a lot of the hours early on. Uh, so I could go work up there 60 hours a week and, yeah. and make sure that the shop was open. And, and you know, I worked for really cheap. You know, give me a few cigars and I'll be happy. <laughs> so, you know, that enabled the shop to to stay open and, and pay the bills and yeah. and do everything. So, so you know, from a business standpoint, the shops, you know, have been fine. Um, and now the last month or two, it really seems like things are picking back up. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm excited about, you know, how, how much the Conway storage is growing and, uh, you know, just getting new customers in every day. I mean, you guys know how it, how it was. Mm-hmm. And we still get new customers here, but – but there, you know, it's still early on and people are just finding out about the place yep. and, and they're getting to come in and meet us and find out what we're about. And, yep. you know, obviously you walk in that humidor and you can tell that it's, you know, it's well taken care of. And you see that Davidoff wall and there's, 
you know, hundreds and hundreds of boxes of cigars on the walls. It's overwhelming, you know, yep. to a lot of people because there's never been a, a cigar store like that in Conway. And so that's been fun for us to be able to educate people on what we carry, you know, and we talk to them about what they smoke and, you know, just developing those relationships. I think it's going to be great, you know, um, long-term. So I'm excited about, um, you know, the last couple of weeks, especially we've really noticed uh, uptick and people coming in and so hopefully yes. we can start doing our events again and yeah. getting people back in the store and uh, all that so it's been it's been nice because i was up there last monday uh during labor day just doing some work and hanging out and like i walked in and and it was a lot of people were up there and i didn't know i mean i figured it was up there because a lot of people were off but it was mm-hmm. i mean other than tim i didn't know a face that was in there. So it's, it's nice when I, you know, going up to Conway and the, in the, in the few times that I've worked up there and like regulars from at Conway will come in. I'm like, I don't know, don't really know them that much. And they don't know me because I'm, you know, I'm here, but it's always nice to see like new faces and new, like who I think are new cigar smokers, but have been around for a while, but it's, sure. it's still nice to see them in the, you know, at the, you know, at the second home pretty much. Well, what's been incredible is like, you sort of wonder going into a new location and, and looking at the culture that we had here in little rock. Is that, is that going to be the same deal in Conway or is it just going to be people coming in and out? And you know, the, the, the culture of the cigar lounge, even though it's a whole different set of people, I mean, you got your onesies and twosies that go to both shops, Mm -hmm. but the vast majority of people that are hanging out in that shop really don't come down to little rock and uh, vice versa. And those guys are, I think from the exposure I've had to them over the past how long has it been open? Be like six, seven. Well, I guess it's September, so nine months. Yeah, mm-hmm. the last nine months, they're just yeah. as communal up there as they yeah. are down here. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're paving their own way and making their lane, and and it's you know it's it's cool because like you see them like you got, you got the lockers in the members lounge. They go up there and they'll you know get in their locker and be like, oh cool, yeah, that's a a member I didn't know or yeah. you know, or something like that. Like I you know, same you gotta, thing happens. Members walk in, they go to their lockers, they yeah, hang out. Yeah, and I got like, cool to gotta introduce myself. Over. Be like, yeah, I, I I work here, but not so much here, but definitely in Little Rock. But it's just like, yeah, I'm Aaron, blah blah, and, and it's it's like I mean, you know, we've like we we isn't like me, Mark, Mo, the wives, and everything. Tim, we used to go up there on Fridays, but then during all this kind of stuff, we kind of stopped, and you know, life and shit like that. But like last Friday, we had we went back up there again, and you're up there, Josh, yep. and it was like it was nice. It was like. It was, it was like, a great time. It was like putting on that, you know, that pair of jeans that like just like fit just right. Like just there's something about it. That just, bottle of tank seven it, didn't hurt anything. Oh, either, that, did that it too. tank seven. Yeah. That, that <laughs> get on that tank seven, that boy. Let's go. Man. Oh God. We'll keep ta- them beers in the back. That tank seven can go with anything. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, but it was just like, it, it's nice because it is, it's, it's a, it's a different vibe than what you get in Little Rock. It's a, you know, it's a standalone building. It's, it just looks, I mean, when you walk in the humidor is, big you get that david off in the back so it just it just has that nice feel like it's new but it's not new but it's like it has that that if you want to shop with like two different feelings weston's a way to go because little rock has its own vibe conway has another vibe that is both equally really nice well you know it's funny you say that because like every uh, not every time but there's a couple times and jason's called me out on this and jason if you don't know who jason is is another one of the the west end employees but he primarily works conway right now and uh I'll walk into the humidor in Conway and I, I almost do a 360 because mm-hmm. it's all around you and mm-hmm. there's so much space. And he walked in there one day, he said, are you getting dizzy? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you just keep turning around. 
Yeah. It's just stuff yeah. everywhere. And I was like, I can't stop, man. Yeah. It's just so it's, and, and I'm used to it. It's almost still overwhelming for me at points because there's just so much stuff to look at. Yeah. And Mark and I found some cool new ashtrays that y'all have up there. Oh now. yeah. Those oh, are sweet. Ones. Yeah. 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 The, Aris, the Aaron Thomas collection. Oh man. Yeah, those are nice. They're so cool. So like yeah. instantly we, when, when I saw Doug Sunday, I'm like, so I saw something cool up in Conway. Why can't we get cool stuff like that down here? Yeah, y'all always giving Doug a hard time. He stopped me on the way in here. He's like, why, y'all, why do you keep getting all the cool stuff up there? You're making me look bad down here. Yeah. i tell you, the one thing uh, um, I'm impressed, the, ash, uh, the uh, humidor is filling out. It's maturing. Oh, it's and you thinking. can tell that it's getting right. a – getting because early on, you, you know, it was well-stocked and all that. But you can tell. Boxes were a little more spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, it's maturing. Yeah. You, it's – you can tell that the humidor is building its personality about what's selling up there and what isn't, and, and it's it's maturing. Well, people are establishing preferences too. Yeah, yeah. no, I was I was I noted that because, like you said, we were up there Friday, and I um, as somebody who has stocked a humidor, you walk into this humidor down here, and it it's a it's West End Little Rock humidor, and um, I I know what because um, I've been in here for five years you know it better than i do but there's things that sell here and things that don't and i noticed that there were some things that weren't there anymore and i noticed there were more of things that seemed to be moving and like i said the the humidor was maturing to your crowd and i thought that was yeah um a very good sign i just one of those things that's um that interests me because somebody who's had to buy you just yeah. it's, it's one of those things you know oh there's more of these oh the yep you can tell they're moving because yeah. there's like three sticks left in that box that box is moving Con- conway is my davidoff and my grand habano shop yeah like i gotta like every i, I always go to once i go to davidoff the section. Then I always go to the Grand Habano and be like, do I need to get another box? Do I have, do I need more? Like, should I go ahead you and get and that box? Of the Grand Habano I mean, <laughs> I agree. B. I agree. I love that. I love those cigars. Yeah. The one you get is, is good. The other ones are just, most of the ones that we have are bigger ring gauge. Yeah. They sell well. That's though. what people wanted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that has been cool. And it's been a little surprising. I knew that it's it would different be than down different. Here. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, for five years and we really honed in this humidor and yep. we really know what sells here and we carry what sells and we can't carry what doesn't sell, you know, which is everywhere, but we've done a lot of work in honing that in here. So there I have a good place to start. I think, you know, yeah. all this stuff really sells. So this is what we're going to carry. And then you get customers that come in and what you thought was going to be great. Isn't selling. And then things that you didn't think, you know, that we've tried carrying here that don't sell, but up there there's a demand for it. And, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's just part of, of maturing a humidor, like you say, and going through those things. But it really takes not over-ordering on things early on, making sure that you're very mindful of what's selling, keeping up with, hey, these are selling, this isn't. Um, but also knowing that your customer base is so small right now that you can't base an entire humidor off of it yet. Nope. You know, yep. you have to be able to have room to grow into it and and make sure that we can carry brands that that people want. Yeah. And have room to carry new things that come out because there's always new things coming out. And here, that's a huge problem. Um, and where do we find, especially around the trade show or Space. this time of year, everyone comes out with something new and you have no room for anything new because yeah. your humor is full of things that sell. Yeah. And so finding, you know, what, what do we get rid of and what do we carry and 
Um, you know, what new stuff can we bring in? Can't bring it all in because, you know, a lot of it, you just know that's, that's new and that's neat, but it's just not going to sell, uh, in our humidor. So we can't, we can't do it, but we want to have new stuff all the time. You know, you can't just carry the same thing you need, right. You need you to be able to walk in and know that that box of ground Habanos is always there Mm -hmm. for those guys that buy boxes and buy things consistently, but you got to have new stuff for people to try because a lot of a lot of guys like us they want to smoke, Fresh they want to smoke around the humidor, you know. Yep. Yeah, I was excited to see the the table in the center, so the humidor up there. Besides being um, huge, which I think is the proper word, largest humidor in Arkansas. Uh, hashtag. Um, <laughs> it is. It is spectacular looking. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it's yeah. it's beautiful. I was encouraged to see that just the simple table in the middle, because that's an expansion of space that that's a good sign. You need yeah. more space. I know at some point uh, you're going to find a good carpenter who will build a, a fancy thing in the middle like you here, have here. <laughs> so the fat guys will feel uncomfortable. Um, because but there, you still got room to move around. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I do. <laughs> I do what I should do is just move this one up there. The best thing is like, well, what are we going to do with that? Like boxes. When, when we put that in move here, with you. we're like, Wow, that's that's snug, and we made it so thin. I don't know. What I, the, I made what the it. Dimensions I made, were, I made but it. I remember smaller it needed to be too. like twenty inches wide. Yeah, and I was like, "Are we even going to be able to put any cigars on this? It's going to be tiny, you know." And what is there? There's got to be at least a hundred boxes on it now. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's jam full of cigars. Yeah. I mean, oh, you guys well, on top of it. I mean, it's just oh, yeah. stacked like five boxes high. Well, what's yeah. weird is when we did our five year anniversary, you know, last October, we we took it out of here just so we'd have more room to move in the humidor. Oh, that's right. And we took it out. We're like, this is. Weird. Oh, like, so this is, weird. This is how it was for three years, and yeah. it just doesn't feel right. Well, you know what's funny school. about that, too, is like we took that out, and at the time, uh, there was a specific cigar that was on that thing that we moved next door because we had to move the inventory next door with it. Uh-huh. And there's a guy who smokes that one cigar, <laughs> and he smokes like six of them a day, yeah. and he buys like a box a week of this one facing, and he just keeps smoking them. And I told him I was working that day when we moved all that stuff out because I came up here to open and yeah. you helped me move the uh, the the uh, inlet or the island out, and he was like, "Hey, I want one. I need my cigar. Where's it at?" And I was like, "Oh, it's next door." He thought I meant permanently. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, so this cigar that I smoke six of a day and buy a box of a week, I've got to go next. You've got to go next door to get it." And I was like, "No, no, no. It's just for today, man. Yeah, it's yeah. just for because it threw everybody else off too. It was weird for us, but it was weirder for everybody church. else. Yeah, because we didn't tell anybody we're moving it. And they yeah. walk in, they're like, "Whoa, it's just gone." Yeah, we knew what was happening. Dude, that thing is so heavy. Yeah, oh, yeah that was a bear. <laughs> we, did. we had a good time with that. So we did the same thing in the shop in Springfield because we had a little more width, but we, we, you know, it's and the owner before us had trouble filling up the sides, right? Because he didn't stock very well, which is the reason he sold. Because he, he has, you don't have inventory, you can't sell. Mm-hmm. And we we folded up, and I, I still remember uh, standing there with one of my fellow owners going, and me saying, I think we have a problem. He goes, what's the problem? I said, I don't think we have enough shelf space. And he goes, uh, you should have let me know in advance. And I said, we need something in the middle. And he, you know, like the next day, had something in the middle, and then eventually we had a permanent solution, not not unlike this one that was like, mm-hmm. and that you just need space, right? Got to have something where people can see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and you yeah. well, and I mean, I I wasn't surprised because you, you could see the shelves filling up, and the, there's so much shelf space up there. So, but yeah. it's it's cool to see like stuff that I don't like. I, I've smoked through 
the, the humidor here, you know, I've been around a couple times over, a couple times over. So it's nice to 12. Like, you said last night, 12, 12 times. Did I said 12 times. Yeah. So, it but it's nice like going up to Conway and like, I'll, I'll find something like I've heard about or something that I haven't had in a long time. Like the, uh, the, I think is it, is it the master three, the master blend three, master blend one. The, no, no, the, no, the Oliva. Oh, the, the Oliva, Oliva master, master, three. master sorry, three. Sorry. Like I love that master three. And I, you know, I saw that just out of the corner of my eye one day. I was like, Oh, Great to go. I got to get one of those. Just yeah. you know, I, I don't That's even I don't even think smoke. I've smoked it yeah. yet. But it's just like, oh man, I like I love that cigar. So it's so cool to see that one there, and then like the um, the, the Superfly, the the San Andreas yep. one. Got one of those. So it's nice to see. Like it almost feels like I'm going to a foreign store. Like when I'm traveling, like to a shop I don't go to, and like seeing all the new stuff. That's it's got to take you as fast as you drive on the highway. It's got to take you two hours, <laughs> two hours to get to Conway, right? <laughs> I just Did think you I'm, notice the speed limit went up. Yeah, yeah. So it's still, it only takes you an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> I don't drive that slow, Mark. You, you know that those Subarus all govern out at sixty five, right? <laughs> yeah. I still remember the night you and I and Mo and I believe Patty were up there. Yeah. And you guys left before me by about five minutes, and I. <laughs> I go and I think I just go by and I don't even really notice it. And I just went by like a blur. Just went by a blur. And I'm like turning and I go, is that Aaron? And I seriously, it's like, and then like the next day I was like, man, you flew by me. (laughs) And I go, and he goes like, yeah, you flew by me. And I said, for the record, I was going like five miles over the speed limit. I wasn't like even going that fast. He goes, yeah, but you know. See, I was spending time with a wife, spending time with a good friend, you know, just, you know, just chilling, you know. Just. Yeah, well, I was I was listening to, uh, I don't even know, but I was five <laughs> miles over the speed limit. I wasn't like, you know, doing 100. This is one of those situations where the cause doesn't justify the means, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't. No, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to peg out the the uh, the outback too much. Right. You know? Yeah, fair so. enough. So are you okay? Because we heard uh, you uh, totaled the brand new Lexus. That's kind of... Uh, so we're going to dig into that wound on the podcast, aren't oh, we? We are. Appreciate that. I, I just straight I, up. I, I, who's enjoying a cigar? You are. <laughs> you, are you okay? Um, yeah. Well, the car's neck not. and back pain. You know, <laughs> for now. Um, <laughs> for now. <laughs> but, uh, Although the no, smile I'm, you I'm got fine. when you left the cigar shop on Friday because you switched from the rental car you could not smoke into right. the other Lexus you could. Mm-hmm. Was fairly large. You look like a possum eating a peach seed driving out of that parking lot, man. You saw a big old grin. Smoking I like peach it. Seed. That was the most southern thing. That I was very I've southern. Ever heard. Yes. Possum eating peach seed, huh? <laughs> peach, peach seed. Peach seed. Okay. Um, peach seed. Yeah. So, anyway, most of you guys probably don't know or don't care. Um, but yeah, I got a, a. It's a 2011. It's not new. I don't want to be misrepresented here. <laughs> no. There's a guy who drives nice. new Lexuses. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice Lexus, though. It is nice, yeah. It's a beautiful car. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm, I've got a, so the one I'm driving now is a 07 LS, and uh, I just fell in love with that car. Yeah. The, the ride on it is it's unlike ride. any other car that I've ever been in. Sure. So I just love it. But I do smoking my car. I live out of my car. It's trashed. It's, it's filthy. So, you know, having a really expensive car has never been my thing. Cause I'm, I'm going to drive it till the wheels fall off. Or if I ever do resell it, who's going to want to, you know, I don't want to destroy a really nice car. Um, so anyway, I had that, I really liked it, but I had a, you know, 215,000 miles on it. So I decided I would upgrade a few years and I found, I searched high and low for this, uh, 2011 
Uh, and that's the other thing. If I wanted a 2010 through 2012, because 13, they put a lot of electronics in it that they're just a hassle. Um, so I wanted, I was very specific. I wanted one of those three years uh, with low miles. So I found one in Fort Worth, um, 2011 with 65,000 miles on it. I flew down there, bought it, and drove back. And uh, I absolutely loved this car. It was just an amazing ride, really comfortable. And that's really all I care about. It's not a fast car or anything. I mean, it'll go, but I just cruise and smoke and listen to a podcast or whatever. Um, so I had it for three weeks. And then one night on the way home from work, I was driving in the in the slow lane, just with the cruise on, hanging out, smoking a cigar. And there, there right in front of me was a boat laying in the middle of the road. And I just smashed right through it. <laughs> And uh, I mean, it's so crazy to think back on it because I could talk for five minutes probably on what happened in that split second, you know. Yeah. Um, but I remember my original thought was, "That's not a boat in the highway. That that can't happen." You know, <laughs> like it's just so weird. What the hell to see a boat laying That's in the middle not of the road? A boat. And then uh, yeah, so I thought, oh, I need to swerve out of the way, but there was a car next to me, so I couldn't. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll just plow through it and try to stay over to the right so you don't hit this other car and. You know, the car will keep you safe. It'll crunch up, and the airbags will go off and all that, so you'll be fine. And uh, that's what happened. I just blew through it. I blew that boat up, and, uh, I mean, debris went everywhere. And uh, <laughs> I pulled over to the right and, you know, got hit. You know, so it has a you know two airbags on the driver's side, so they both went off, and the front end got crunched up pretty good. And so, yeah, they totaled it out, which I was sad about because I, I looked for two months for that. That car is just hard to come by. Yeah. Um, but I'm fine, and so I'm thankful for that. And, uh, you know, too. that's what it there. Um, so yeah. So the guy who, who had the boat, I don't even know who it is. Um, but their insurance reached out to me a few days later and said, Hey, uh, they left me a message and said, uh, I'm just calling about a, a, a claim. Uh, one of our customers, ha- you hit some debris in the road, uh, and, and hurt your car, which want to call and wall up with you or whatever. And uh, I called back, and I was like, I didn't hit any debris. I hit a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the name of the boat? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the debris. The debris. Everybody else that hit it, they hit debris. <laughs> I hit a boat. You created debris. Yeah. There was like five people that pulled over, and all of them just had like a flat tire or a bent fender or something. Uh, but I, I, I took the brunt of it for everyone else. Uh, and uh, It was wow. just wild because – the, the highway was just dark. There was no one around. And all of a sudden, See, that, just that a stretch boat. of road, that stretch yeah. of 40 is pitch black. Yeah. So how did it, it end up on the road? It, so it, it fell flew, off, I flew off his trailer, I guess. Okay. Um, that's what the insurance agent told me. But, uh, but that's just like you paving the way for everybody else. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so yeah, I got a rental car, which is great, you know, but it's, it's not a, it's not a LS, you know, it, it's, it's kind of rough and, you can't smoke in it, you know, so I immediately don't like it. So, <laughs> right. so yeah, anyway, I guess, what was it, Friday? Yeah, Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. I was up at the shop and convinced yeah. Jason to trade me cars so I could I could drive a, the old one the old one, and uh, and smoke while I drove around, which I enjoy doing a lot. So <laughs> now I'm back in, the, back in the old one and, you know. Loving I love it. I love it, yeah. yeah. Those are nice rides. Yeah, I really like it. I need to find another one, so. If anybody has a 2010 to 2012 with uh, Lexus with low miles. LS440. LS460. 460. LS460. Reach out to, to Aaron and he'll, he'll get you in touch with. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to fly within 500 miles. 500 miles. <laughs> That's my limit to drive back. Yeah, no, it's good to have limits. Yeah. All right, we are in the third, third. So let's uh, 
talk about that and then we'll pause go over some scoring and we'll come back on that but what do you what are we on the uh, the third so i'm still i'm i got a little spice i got a little scratchiness in the back of my throat um which uh which is probably the pepper yeah. but i'm not tasting it feeling it um i'm getting a ton of cocoa at this point just cocoa out the out the and earthiness um it's ramped up those flavors it's really nice flavors it's evened out on the burn um there's not a big transition between there's a there's a pretty good transition between the first and the second not so much between the second and the third yeah um it's been real. i don't want to call it one note because that's not mm-hmm. that's not true but it's been just nice consistent flavor for yeah. me i'm getting a i'm getting more leather than i was before at this point um and maybe that's just me. Don't say it, Mark. I don't want to hear it. I just, I just shot Please. him a look. I just shot him a look. This is too classy of a cigar for us to stoop that low. Uh, yeah. You know what they say about classy people. Hey, you know, like we said, we don't kink shame on the show. But Moving on. Brandon, what are you tasting out of the cigar? Well, I'm going to hit, hit what both y'all have already said. Um, that, that, that leathery cocoa kind of espresso has kind of been the flavor that I've got throughout the entire thing. A little bit of the spice, like I said, more so on the retro hill really for me, but to me, it's been really consistent throughout. You know, I didn't get a big change at all in the cigar um, throughout the whole thing. And I think that the cigar, while Mark doesn't want to say one note because it's not one note, it is a complex cigar with, with a lot of those rich flavors and a little bit of kind of earthiness, a little bit of spice, leathery um, cocoa powder, um, you know, espresso, that kind of cocoa coffee flavor, fro- <coughs> sorry, coffee flavor profile. So there's a lot of notes going on in there, but it's been just very consistently yeah. a blend of those flavors throughout the entire thing. Um, and I don't think, you know, for me, there's not a whole lot of, uh, you know, big changes in what you're experiencing through the cigar, which, you know, sometimes people really want that. Sometimes they don't, you know, and, uh, I think this has been blended very well. I mean, obviously, it's been a staple product of theirs for 20 years, um, and it's a really great smoke. I mean, the burn is still great for me. The ash has been great, so yeah. I'm a fan. All right, well, let's pause. We'll uh, talk about score, and we will be right back. And we are back. We paused for yeah, five minutes or so. Yep. Um, so I will start off on the construction and presentation. Yep. I'm going four and a half. Um, you are hardly any issue at all. Um, I just relit it just the first time, just on the break, mainly just like stop smoking for five minutes. Um, yeah. So four and a half uh, for me on presentation, construction, presentation, you know, just that super classic. Just, it's sexy. Like this is one of the sexiest cigars just because it is so, I don't know. It's so eye appealing. So catching it just, I don't know. It's what you look, that's what I look for in a cigar. I don't know about you, but this is what I look for. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to do three and a half. I've had a couple burn issues with it. It's burned unevenly. And I've had several spots in the wrapper where the wrapper did not burn. Um, and then had to fall off into the ashtray. 
It hasn't impacted the cigar at all. The flavor has been um, enjoyable the whole way through, which I will talk about next. But um, I've had burn problems with the mm-hmm. cigar. Um, <clears throat> I'm in no way criticizing the cigar with that, but I'm being uh, cigar nerdy with yeah. my three and a half. Um, but uh, it has burned yeah. uh, a little uneven. Well, and, that, and that's what, what that's what we talked about, before, uh, you know, during the break. Is you know, are we judging this cigar over the whole lifespan that we had it, or just this one cigar? And we're just doing well, just right. this one right of now. Of all of the right. Millennium that I've smoked, <laughs> this is um, I've had that that problem with every Millennium that I have smoked. Yeah, which this is the only one I've smoked. Well, I guess it'll be. <laughs> right. uh, Josh, what do you got? Yeah, you guys know that I'm the construction Nazi. Uh, I still hold the record for the lowest construction rating on the show so far. You and, do. And uh, this is a five. I've had zero burn issues. It's been a freaking razor the entire time. My ash is held to an inch and a half or two inches every time. And I could have gone further if I wasn't afraid yeah. of possibly dropping it on myself. So. Yeah. I, I can't think of a single thing to knock this on construction for. Band came off flawlessly. No chip on the wrapper or anything. Five all day long. Davidoff should be the standard for construction. I like that. You heard it here first. I like yeah. that. Yeah. How about you, B? I'm going four and a half on the construction uh, and presentation. Um, the construction's been great for me. Uh, burned well. The draw was great. I mean, I think it was exactly how I would you know, what I prefer in cigars the presentation is, is classic, you know, Davidoff is classic. I, mean, I think, um, for me, it's hard to give something a five. Uh, I think the presentation could be nicer. I mean, the Davidoff Royale, I mean, when you look at that and compare it to this, I mean, the presentation is different, you know? Yeah. So it's not the epitome of, of perfection in every way to me, but it's a really well constructed. It smokes really well. The ash held on the burn was great. Um, it smoked really cool. I mean, I'm down. You guys can see me yeah, an inch left, no and it's it. it's burning cool, and and I'm still getting a lot of good flavor out of it. It's not too hot. You know, it lit up really easily. So I think construction wise, this this has been uh, a great experience. Well, let's go backwards. And since you were talking about that, was give us the uh, the flavor and your just your preference. Um, rating on flavor is probably about a four, um, four and a half maybe. Um, but, but I think I went with four. So, um, I really like the flavor. It's not super, uh, you know, it's not a, a whole lot happening in different, different areas of the cigar. So I, you know, I hesitate to give it a really high rating. Like I said before, to me, you know, if, if a five is the best cigar I've ever smoked, then this is up there for sure. Um, uh, I do really enjoy the flavor profile. I like the dark, rich flavor profiles. Um, and so I like the, the caramely, uh, cocoa, espresso, coffee, leathery, um, plummy kind of cigars. Yeah. And, uh, this has a lot of those flavors that I really like. Um, if it had a little more like spice or robustness to it, to go along with it, then, um, to me that make it a little more complex. I, I didn't get a lot of it out of the cigar. So, uh, it was kind of one dimensional in the aspect of it was consistent with the flavor throughout, um, which is not a bad thing at all. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So I'll give it a four. Cool. All right, Josh. Yeah, you're getting a four from me on uh, on flavor as well. Uh, I look at Davidoff, and you know Brandon said it. If five is the is the best cigar I've ever smoked, there are Davidoffs that I'd probably gravitate to before this. Uh, 
you know, when given the option of smoking Davidoff, there's really not another cigar brand that I would probably lean more towards, mm-hmm. uh, you know, allowing for the availability and, and, you know, budget <laughs> therein. Yeah. But, uh, that, that just is what it is. So I could put two or three other smokes that Davidoff makes ahead of this for me personally, but it's still exceptional. So yeah, I think four is, uh, is suiting for that. All right, cool. Mark. Um, well, first of all, uh, Brandon then gave it a eight and a half, right? Yeah. So, uh, and, B is in an eight and a half. Josh is sitting at nine. Right. And it, it's usually, and I know Brandon, you're new to this. One of us needs to change our rating. So Aaron has to do math on the fly, but, uh, we don't have to do that tonight. I rated this a four and a half. I know some people like the roller coaster ride, um, where it changes flavor profiles between the first and the second and the third. Um, I don't. I like a nice, rich, complex cigar that is consistent throughout. I don't necessarily need change mm-hmm. to enjoy a good, well-aged, complex cigar. I like this. It has a lot of the flavors, like you said, Brandon, that I like. The cocoa, the flavors in this are um, some of my favorites. And I really like this cigar. Um, I would not call this one note, and I very intentionally do not. It is a complex cigar. It just doesn't change a lot. Um, I've enjoyed this from the very first time I lit it up um, down to the nub. And it is, uh, to quote uh, the uh, Discord channel, it is nub worthy. It is, um, it's, got a nice strong kick to it yeah um it is very enjoyable i've enjoyed a lot of this so i i go four and a half for a total of eight i'm going four and a half as well um you know it does it it, pretty much everything that all three of you have said i i can just you know regurgitate that and say it again um you know the the spiciness i like because it is coming a little bit more prominent towards the end especially now when it getting right to the nub cocoa just a little bit of leather but just the flavor overall i mean a, a, a good davidoff already is good but when you get one that kind of goes to that next step yep. you know davidoff is is one of the brands where it is on the higher end of in your pocketbook but i don't bat an eye at it i'm totally fine with i know that i'm not going to buy one for less than 20 bucks and that i have no issue with that um, is just, you know, I, you don't want to do that with every cigar, but if yeah. there's one certain brand that, you know, is going to be a consistent, that's going to be really good flavor. That's going to give you that experience where you can slow down for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it be. And you know, you got your money's worth, you know, Davidoff brand is going to be that one brand. And it's, that resonates for me. So I'm going four and a half. So that gives it a total, uh, the average score of an 8.625 for four people now. Um, so it's, uh, yep. it's, a uh, you know, super good. I like, I like yeah. it. Uh, I like it a lot. It's basically tied for first place. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's one of the higher ones, you know, it, throwing in a fourth one, it, it might, I don't know if that skews the math off a little bit, but, um, even so, I mean, adding a fourth to, to bring the average down a little bit, it's still really high ranking. It's, you know, it's, it's a really, really good cigar. If, you know, I, I know a shop that you can get these hats, you know, if you're around here, you know, come up to, to the Conway shop and, and get them. Um, you know, if you're anywhere, I mean, wherever else you're listening at, if you have a chance to pick one up, you know, definitely, if you've never had one, you know, treat yourself and, and, and get it and experience it and uh, yeah. and see what you see what you think for yourself, Brandon. What are uh, what are some of the other sizes that are available for this at Conway other than just the Robusto? 
I know I just kind of put you on the spot right there. So there's a Robusto, Toro, Churchill, essentially, and then a Pyramid or Torpedo, I guess. I think, yeah, I think there's a Pyramid. Is this, so. is this the size that you prefer, or do you like the uh, any of the other ones? I think flavor-wise, it's probably the one that I prefer, um, but I usually don't smoke a lot of Robustos just because uh, I, I smoke all day, yeah. and I'm at a shop where I can smoke all the time, and yeah. so I usually will gravitate towards the Toro or the Pyramid's uh, size. Sometimes I'll do a bigger, like a Gordo, like a double Gordo, like a double Corona or a Churchill size. Uh, not Gordo. I don't really like the 60 up ring gauges, but um, sometimes I just don't have as good of a experience with the bigger, longer sizes. So I usually try to stay around a Toro or sometimes a, a Churchill. So but I like the Robusto a lot. I think that thing flavored up really well. I, yeah. I, I, I really like the this size. And I think if, like you said, if you want to treat yourself to something, if you're going to celebrate, if you want to have a really nice cigar after a really nice meal, with a stinking bottle of rum or bourbon or you know even a red wine, whatever you like to drink, yeah. the cigar would be fantastic for that. Especially right now, sitting around a fire pit. Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's a great time of year. We're we're almost to fall. We're almost there. Break out the pumpkin spice. Almost right. there. So it's going to be. Mm. I, I I see a few of these or some sort of Davidoff in my future. Cracking in the new house, new patio, get he the said, fire pit going. You said red wine. I hadn't thought about that, but that would be lights out with a cigar. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. It'd be real good. I, I like a dry wine, so yeah. you know, a Sauvignon or something like that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. So this week uh, we had a – so this will come out later, you know, middle week. But our full show Friday that comes out, we had a really good interview with uh, Sam Ventura. He is the sales executive with Crux Cigar. Um, yep. Really good show, fun show. Make sure you check that out. Uh, yep. Super interesting guy. He's been, you know, he, he's done a little bit of everything. You're, you'll catch that out uh, on the Friday show. Um, we we kind of broke it up this week where we didn't smoke one cigar. We there was four of us and we all smoked a different crux. So we kind of brought a little different take, but we just want to highlight um, that that brand out there because yep. it, it's a brand where. All of us here at West End, either Conway or Little Rock, because we have them in both locations, we really love, especially in Little Rock. It is it is probably the you know the the biggest upcoming brand that we've had at at the door or in the, in the door here. Uh, people just love them. Uh, awesome packaging. You'll hear all about how they uh, how they've done a one eighty uh, from what they were yep. to what they are now. So it's a really good interview. We kind of go off the deep end where we talk about music for a long time and yep. uh, some other stuff, but it's a really good show. So make sure you, everybody checks that out on Friday, yep. normal time. Yep. Uh, we got another giveaway that we we're going to be doing. So make sure you check hold on out. to that. Check that out. A really yep. cool, really cool stuff that uh, Crux is hooking us up with. Um, but so for the for this one, want to thank. Uh, so B had brought his from from West End Shop. So make sure you get that out. But these for Mark, Josh, and I, these came out of the Luxury Cigar Club out of the September box. Yeah. Um, so thanks to those guys up there for, you know, putting a really good cigar in a box. Yeah. And checking out. If you're a member up there, make sure you check out the show. Yeah. Talk to us. We're all three on the Discord. We chatting all the time. We love doing yeah. the herfs and, yeah. you know, love seeing new faces and doing all the, like I've always said, you know, out of all the bullshit that's been going on for the past six months, you know, the virtually smoking with, with people who – 
I don't know if I ever would have has been the awesome. best thing uh, for me. It's been nice to get back in the shop and see some some old friends. I saw yeah. uh, Gary Davis uh, the uh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we and, talked to him for a little bit yesterday. Yeah, gave him a virtual hug, even though we were in purpose uh, in person. Uh-huh. So it was nice to see Gary and uh, <laughs> a bunch of people I haven't seen in a ton of time. So it was nice to catch all those people. So yeah. shout right. out to Gary. Yep. All right, we will see everybody Friday for our main show. Cool. Be good. Stay sharp.